welcome to a very special Codec Moments podcast, because it's a very special day, isn't it boys? Yes, it's Christmas. Oh, yeah. Is it Mass Effect Day, November the 6th? <laughs> That'd have been brilliant if you'd have got the date right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's 7th, isn't it? <laughs> it is Aliens Day, April the 26th. Named after LV426, which is infamous for... Take it away, Mr. Brown. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, I swear. That's what's called Aliens Day. Yeah. <laughs> that's, where they found, that's where they found that spaceship, wasn't it? It is. It's the, the good spaceship films. from Alien. It's the one that uh, <laughs> came to prominence in Aliens. And now there is an unofficial Aliens Day each year. So we thought this was the perfect opportunity to start building ourselves up for the mediocre showing that Aliens Fireteam will be, that we will still love. I was going to say, you really and, hyped that then, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I know. We, know, we know it's going to be pretty sh- but we'll still play it and we'll still love it. I'm pretty sure of that. So, yeah, we thought we'd take this opportunity to talk about Aliens games through the ages. I had a couple in my mind, uh, and as I've been back and done the research in preparation for today's episode... There's tons of them. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> like a drop in the Actually, ocean, tons isn't it? Of them. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. I, had, I had two or three that popped into my mind. It turns out I have played more than that as well. And that, yeah, it's not even 10% of what has been released and the plethora of platforms that they're on. I'm, I'm more interested in the uh, 1998 uh, release of Aliens Online. That I, I'd question how you'd play that online, but didn't even know it existed. Oh, no. Same here. It should be dial-up, <laughs> like, yeah. like a game of chess in the mail. <laughs> Apparently, it's a first-person shooter. But I'd like to keep this handy for close encounters. I heard that. So, yeah, this this is an episode dedicated to the Aliens games that we've played, what we've enjoyed, what we can remember, what we've had to drastically dig through history to figure out if we've actually had a go or not. And, yeah, over to whoever wants to go first. How do we want to do it? Chronological? People's memories? Uh, which I, ones we can actually remember? I, I, I'll go first, because um, there's, there's a the game that I, that I remember the most, um, which I have... Barely certain it was on. It was the one that was on the uh, PS One. So it was the Alien trilogy. Oh, yeah, that was a good game. Um, and yeah, if I yeah. if I'm if I'm remembering this right, this is the one with the face crawlers, wasn't it? That just suddenly pop up out yes. of nowhere. You kind of see them scuttling, and then suddenly you've just got this thing in your face. <laughs> You're like, oh, get it off me! <laughs> Alien, um, Alien trilogy. It was yeah. like. What was it? It was about a hundred levels of just shooting through a hive. Yeah, that's pretty much all it consisted of, and it was one of the greatest. It was like games Doom, but with an aliens license, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Good sound fun. design. I think that's the th- that's the the true indicator of a good aliens game is is how the pulse rifle sounds. We've always said it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it sounds authentic, we're gonna like it. Yeah, and I think that it's a side topic on that, but on the, the sound design, I think that's why we love the Terminator game so much, was because it sounded like what you heard in the films is like the way the the, the rifles fire and different things. I think if you can get that and the atmospherics, the rest of it's just whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's one thing that Alien Trilogy definitely had. It created Attention. the atmosphere. It was, it did. It was very samey. Uh, I mean, it, it didn't very much, though. In fairness, FPSs in the day didn't anyway. But it, it managed to hold your interest as well and just keep going. And if I remember rightly, it was damn oh, yeah. hard. Was it, was it again, no checkpoints? Was it one though where you had to put codes in to get to the levels? There weren't even saves. Was it something like that you had to remember or write down a specific code that you would access? That is bringing back some memories, yeah. It was, it was tough, but just evoked that vibe. Yeah, yeah, it was a fantastic game. So Alien Trilogy was one that we've definitely all played. And Ali, I take it that was your first then, your first venture into the Aliens gaming universe. Yes, I think so. Um, because in in ninety six, I would have been three, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I may have come across some of the stuff on the Spectrum and whatnot because we had one of them and a Commodore sixty four. But I haven't got as fond of memories, or I can't really remember it that well. well. That probably segues nicely then, because I think I was about 11 when I played Aliens, the computer game, on the Spectrum. And we were having a conversation earlier, me and Andy. Is I didn't realise that Aliens, the computer game, was actually two games released a year apart on exactly the same platforms with exactly the same name. And we've both got recollections of different types of game. Now, the one I played was, I'm going to say it's a rudimentary first-person shooter. You were supposed to, in theory, be controlling a view that looked um, in the cardinal directions, north, south, east, and west. And you would go in a direction, it would load another picture, and every now and again it would load up what was supposed to be an alien, but just looked like a bit of a scary clown. And it would be game over. And that's it load up another character and done assuming it loaded because obviously it was a spectrum so nine times out of ten it just crashed on you and you had no idea what happened next but i vividly remember the bulbous nosed alien clown thing which looking back on pictures that i found online does actually look a little bit like an alien but as a kid who didn't know what an alien was at that time it was quite freaky Mm. now that's what i remember Andy, you remember something a bit different, which sounds a lot more fun as your version. I don't think it was the same game. I think mine was Alien 3. Um, because we had a master system, right? And we did have a we did have a ZX, but it was it was kind of relegated to history by that point. Um and if anybody's heard yeah. me talking about Flight Simulator on the ZX Spectrum, you'll know you'll know my general disappointment for <laughs> Spectrum games <laughs> when Compared compared to the, the glorious uh, promise that the fabulous cover inserts held and the actual game was just like, oh, this is this is just yellow and blue garbage. Okay. Good. Spectrum uh, games didn't even include Spectrum screenshots no. on the back. They included Commodore so I'm not, 64. I'm, I'm going a little bit later. But I was, I was desperately... Because I just have this image in my head of a game where the eggs would open and facehuggers would jump out at you and it was a side-scroller and I was convinced it was Alien 3 on the Master System. And I've been through this week, and I've looked at various videos and things. I've not seen any eggs or facehuggers. So I don't know if there's another game out there that I'm also remembering. But but certainly Alien 3, I definitely played that on the Master System. 
And as I was doing my research this week, I was watching the Genesis version. Sorry, the Mega Drive version. This is not me to call American then. And I was looking at the game and I was thinking, nah, this this can't be right. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't look the same. Just doesn't. And then eventually I found hmm. some footage from the Mega Drive, uh, from the Master System game. And I was like, oh yeah, now this makes total sense. I'd forgotten how much difference there was between the 8-bit and the 16-bit machines. Like, time has oh, completely yeah. Clouded, yeah. clouded that over for me because I think I was sat there thinking, well, the Master System can't be that much worse. But it was actually... I think it was it looked like the better game because because the hardware limitations when when Ripley goes into like the tunneled areas or goes into the crawl spaces you're limited to be able to see what's kind of in your in your plane of the tunnel you're in so if you hmm. if you duck down a ladder and there's an alien there you don't see it until you get on the ladder and you start climbing down but with the with the mega drive version you could see all of the tunnel system um, so you didn't have that kind of cramped, claustrophobic feeling that you got in the in the Master System version, which was really, really, really interesting actually to go back and look at that. So that's the one I really remember playing was that that Master System version of Alien Three. Um, but uh, but I do have it in my head that somewhere there's another one where I remember just being really creeped out by the eggs and the facehuggers. So I think there is a chance. There's a chance you were talking about the 1990 Aliens game. Yeah, the, yeah, no, you, they, no, yeah, you managed to show me a picture. I think that's the, is that the Konami? So I've, I've grabbed, is that the, the Konami picture. arcade one? I don't know. Because if that's the case, then I probably do, I probably do remember it from going to arcades with my brother in our youth when we're on holiday. So yeah, yeah, that's the Konami one. So that's a side-scrolling one that could well, uh, the, 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 video. The screenshot we've just looked at doesn't have any facehuggers in it, but it could well be that game because it's side-scrolling, action-oriented and would fit with mixed-up childhood memories of what you played at home and what you played in the arcade. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 keeping on the arcade theme, we're doing very good with segues here. <laughs> I remember playing the um, Alien 3 gun game at the arcade. Um, for oh, some yeah. reason, like arcade games seems to stick around for a while because that was 93. But I've I played it later than that, you know. Like you go to the seaside around here, that's just you just pick up a gun game if it's not Time Crisis. And yeah, I remember playing that. That was good fun. I don't remember that one. I played Alien Three on the Game Gear, and have very little knowledge of it. But I do remember playing that. That must have been fairly similar to the the Master System version. Well, you say that if there was yeah so much difference between the Master System and the Mega Drive, then maybe the Game Gear was a little bit. <laughs> A little bit more limited. I thought the Game Gear was basically eight bit as well, wasn't it? I can't remember. I don't. Uh, well, yeah, it might it might have been. So I never had a Master System and Game Gear side by side to compare them. It was Game Gear and a NES. So I think one of the hardest things, especially with the the early plethora of games that we got, is they were all license based off the actual films. There wasn't that much creativity. It was pretty much recreating some of the films and whatnot. So we had like lots of alien games or aliens and alien three until we started to get into the late nineties and they started to explore their own stories. I suppose you say that, but then like the Konami arcade game from the nineties had all kinds of weird different aliens in. I think that's a good example of when they just kind of took the license and (laughs) went, yeah, you know, if we use the same aliens the whole way through, it's going to be a bit bland. Let's do a pink one. 
okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's canonical. Arguably, sort of where the films went by gestating them in different creatures. But uh, yeah, the, just before we move off the licenses, though, the what the last one I was just about to say the last time with a film, but that's not true. There are there are at least one a little bit further on, uh, but Alien Resurrection. It came out on the PlayStation. I think was that late nineties or early two thousand. Tied in with the the film's release. Did either of you play that? Maybe. <laughs> it was a first person shooter that followed the the movie through the Origa. Was that PS1 again? Yes, it was PS1. But it was towards the back end of the PS1's life cycle, so they were kind of getting the most out of it that they could. And it was a really competent first-person shooter. It was actually very well done. It has, compared to now, a really obtuse control method. It was like face buttons to climb and look, and <laughs> it didn't work off the dual analog sticks as you would now and as smoothly. But actually, it played really well. But one of the best bits about it was that it was mastered in ProLogic, which not many games were at the time. And you had, I vividly remember, a scene where you, you'd fallen into a med lab and you had the face huggers coming at you. And I don't know if there were three or four in the room, but if you were playing it with surround sound, you could hear them scuttling behind you and coming at you from the different angles. And it was really it's creepy and so just nightmare fuel. that actually yeah. I was playing it with uh, Connor, one of, uh, one of my friends at uni, and we turned it off. It became <laughs> too creepy to carry on just from that thing. I, did, I ended up playing it a bit more when I got home and got past that and started playing the more action-focused bits. But it was a really lovely idea for tying in. It just had a terrible control method. There's, there's two things here. Firstly, once this is an aside, but once I fell asleep watching Aliens on DVD, and uh, you know how um, on DVDs when you get to like the, the home screen or whatever when it ends, it's just on like a loop? It yes. was just that motion detector noise with a steadily increasing <laughs> blip. And I had nightmares about <laughs> aliens that night just because of that running in the background. Uh, but uh, another another interesting segue, you're talking about Connor. Obviously, that brings to mm-hmm. mind the Zen Pinball 2 <laughs> aliens game that's available, right? Of course, <laughs> yeah. You reviewed a lot of Zen Pinball games. I've forgotten about that. We're doing well at linking everything. Nice. Yeah. I think it's safe to say there's been an insane use it's, of the license. It's a great license in that though. It's crazy. Because it does lend itself to practically anything if you think about it. So there's been there's been beat 'em ups, shoot 'em ups, pinball games. Yeah. The one I I suddenly remembered earlier, I'd completely forgotten. I owned it and played it. But was um as A V P Extinction, which was like a real time strategy. I've never even heard of that. Yep. So what did you do in that then? I vaguely remember it's it's terrible. So basically you're like, you know, the aliens <laughs> The aliens are, are found. It's very much like the like the film premise. The aliens are found on a planet that's been terraformed, and they start eating the people on it. So marines go and and save the day. But you don't build any structures, and you don't build units. So you can kind of call for reinforcements, and the aliens have to like collect mm. cattle or people essentially to be able to build reinforcements, as it were. And then, and then about halfway through the game, the predators just turn up. They're like, "Oh, great, let's kill stuff." <laughs> just like, "All right, okay, a new faction." But I've I've always kind of enjoyed that 
about the about the Alien franchise and, and also the the AVP thing. Um, I remember the PC AVP game. I think it was in the late nineties, and it's that it was that first game that kind of properly blew my mind in terms of doing things differently. So, like if you, you the first mm. game where you had three distinct classes, you could be you know you could be a marine, you could be an alien. Or you could be a predator, and they played very differently, and they had different styles, and different weapons. And it was that moment when you realised, as an alien, you could run on any surface. Was just yes. mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, that opening alien mission where your first moments are chewing your way out of a body <laughs> is horrific, but so well done. It, it does start with a total life cycle, doesn't it? And you. you I can't remember. Do you play as a facehugger to begin with, or is that, do you just play as the the alien being? It's just the alien being born. Yeah, isn't I it? Uh, but but yeah, it's that being able to, like you say, as soon as you realise you can just crawl along the ceilings and drop down on the marines and the the vision to highlight them, and it's a revelation. But it's also well confusing until you understand what you're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I know we we have got a game coming, but I'm surprised. Since Alien Isolation, we've not had more of a shoot 'em up horror survival kind of game, maybe with a bit of an RPG element, like like AVP. Because I'm just watching the video now, and I remember that playing that because there's the ping in the bottom left hand corner constantly, and mm. and different things. And I'm just surprised they've not done more with it because I mean, Alien Isolation scared the <laughs> out of me. <laughs> I I to the point that I semi embarrassed myself at Earl's Court. For a Eurogamer, it was one of the the first or second times I was there as a a YouTuber. So I had it recording, um, and you went into the little booth, and it was really dark and really atmospheric. Anyway, put these headphones on; it was really loud, and I was just tootling around. And everyone knows that listens. Me and Andy are big pussies when it comes to scary stuff. And suddenly, this vent just opened up and just like that with with the smoke and stuff. Absolutely crapped myself and nearly dropped the joypad. <laughs> the only standard where they were giving away new trousers when everybody left. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with you. I totally, I, I have not completed Alien Isolation, not not because, no disrespect to it, I'm terrified of it. And I don't know whether that's because it is genuinely scary or just because people have built it up into being more more than it is. No, but I do, I, you know, I, I played through first hour in trepidation i don't think i even saw the alien but i had several moments where i was like oh my god no we did yeah. we did because we did it as the halloween stream yeah. didn't we? and i i watched you doing it and you got to the first scene the alien and then it got turned off yeah power cut or something yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm sure yeah. it was it no, are you saying has it been built up or is it genuinely scary no it is genuinely scary it's one of the it's actually one of the criticisms of the game that it sustains the tension for far too long it's hard work, yeah. and yeah. I think I did persevere. I, I hit the point. I couldn't sit and play it in the dark. I, I couldn't play it at night. I had to play it in an afternoon with the curtains open. So I knew yeah. I was safe. It, it's, it's that level of constant immersion, oh, dread isn't it, really? Yeah, you're going because because you you knew you would get safe points where you could you know you could find locations where you could save at them. And you get there and you flick switches and do what you have to do to, to save the position you're in. But that didn't mean you were safe. It wasn't a Resident Evil safe room. 
and just walking up to the one, you could be within touching distance, and all of a sudden you jerk, and a tail fires through your chest, and screen goes oh, to black. No. And it and that happened not often, but just enough to put you on edge with everything you did, and it, it was a heightened sense of fear the entire time, and it went on for a. About 15 to 20 hours. It wasn't yeah. like two hours of tension and then you got to release that tension. It was right to the end of the game. It it did slack off a bit as you got, I think, 80, 90% of it. You, you got into a point where you went, okay, at least I can scare it away now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it took a long time. And it was to that, to that. It was that, that clever little trick as well, wasn't it? That if, if you had a mic plugged in or you, your PlayStation camera plugged in. Oh, I had to. I had to turn that feature off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if it picked up noise, it would alert the alien. And I think I had it because somebody walked in the room and said something, and it spun round. And that's, came I mean, at that's me. it. I would be playing quietly. One, I wouldn't be playing it quietly one night because you know I, I'm terrified as it is. I'd be if playing it happen. with the curtains open in the middle of the daytime. With the lights on anyway, even though it's sun shining through the windows, <laughs> and the cat would walk in and meow, and I would just. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Get out! Run! <laughs> Save yourself, Jonesy! There was a, a... I don't know if it was DLC or not, but there was a like a, a mode, wasn't there, where you hid from the alien in yes. the lockers and stuff. And that was terrifying itself. I didn't play that. Because I, I just thought, no, I can't do that. I've done the main game. I've hidden enough lockers and under desks. Was it like, like alien hide and seek? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that oh, was yeah. just... Yeah. They yeah. they got the vibe and the atmosphere and the set perfect in that game. I mean it was it's set between alien and aliens and the technology and the layouts and everything are bang on for that transition in style. Yeah. The ship that you arrive on is like the Nostromo. You can walk around it and think you're there, but then the Sevastopol station has got elements of what you see in Aliens as it's progressed, but it's still got bits of the old tech. It's, it's a brilliant set piece. It's got the mood. It, it does everything perfectly, arguably too perfectly, and it's why it didn't do as well as it should because it was just too much. And that word got around, and it did put a lot of people off. It's a fantastic game, and everyone should play it, but at the same time, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't play it. <laughs> yeah, my own my own fears aside, I I do want to go back and do it, but just don't want to go back and do it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what yeah. you mean. <laughs> it's like a quantum game, <laughs> Schrodinger's game. <laughs> <laughs> Although there was, I'd forgotten about this until we, we mentioned it recently. Um, one of the worst parts of it, and, and part of part of having to force myself to play is actually there was a section where the code in the game was breaking down. And so it was um, like a transition area. I think I was exiting a lift at a checkpoint and then I was having to get across to another area to trigger the next level or mission or whatever it was. And as you walked out, big cubes of black nothingness would start floating up from the floor. <laughs> and, and basically it was the game going nuts and it would crash, as in crash completely to the desktop. Um, or back to the, the the home screen of the PS4, um, and 
it was almost a race against time to beat that, that you could get to the next trigger or checkpoint before that actually killed the game. That nearly finished me off, purely because I couldn't actually play any further. Um, maybe I should have ended it there. It was, oh God, it was tense. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, glad I saw it. I'm glad I saw it to the end. I'm glad I saw it to the final point of the story. But, it, if people are listening and they suffer quite badly with anxiety, it's probably not the game for them. No, any nervous disorder, heart conditions, it should yeah. come with a warning yes, for that. It probably forget, does. Forget, but... it, it does have the epilepsy warning because there's a lot of strobe lighting, but it should also come with the, if you're on any kind of <laughs> medication, just don't play this. Yeah. You're prone to night terrors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So it was superb, was isolation. I think there's un- that's the only way you can describe it, so, but it was too okay. accurate. We've... We've hit the highest highs. We dredged the lowest lows. Well, yes, but I'm, I might not class what you're thinking of as the, the lowest low as actually the lowest low. <laughs> I mean, all right, okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk, um, I suppose the elephant in the room is aliens, colonial marines, which we did actually, to be fair, have a lot of fun with. Oh yeah, but it was more like you know we were having fun at it rather than with it. Yes, I think. Um, I mean, the the first disappointment for me is I've been expecting Colonial Marines since the PS2, since it appeared on the front of official PlayStation magazine and looked like the best things in sliced bread. And then it was so long before it actually came out and that it didn't really work in points. But the redeeming feature... Anybody who played that game solo probably hated it uh, and could not believe it was actually a game yeah. that got released. Anybody who's a fan and played in co-op just spent their entire time looking at the tiny details that they incorporated from the films and just firing the pulse rifle yeah. for the hell of it because it sounded so good. Laughing at Hicks, just hamming it up. <laughs> he had fun, didn't he? But it was, it was the ability to wander through the Hadley's Hope yeah, wreck. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And see all the points post-Aliens. Yeah. The, so you, the dropship you, wreckage you went, and everything, on, the, the, the APC and stuff, and you were like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You were going, oh, God, this is after that happened, and that's how you get that. It was it had all the yeah. touches to be superb fan service. They've, it's just it had broken alien. The, con- the control <laughs> room with the corridor, and you've got to put the, the turret guns up, and you think, oh, this is... Oh, hold on, this yeah. is very familiar. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was... It was a fun game, but it was it didn't meet its promise, I suppose. And there's that there's that thing as well where people have kind of delved into the code afterwards and realised there's one spelling error in there that basically turns the AI back on. Yes, that's because that was the thing when you could go into these big firefights and they'd just sit there, and you just you just pick them off, and or they come in the same patterns, or you know all stand behind the same crate and wait to be shot. It's it was disappointing, but yeah, that that they fundamentally found it's a minor error, and you can play it on PC, can't you, in a fixed state unofficially? Uh, but yeah, it, yeah, because I'm just I, I remember playing it um, with some mates like you guys and having a bit of a laugh playing it. But I'm just watching a video now just to remind myself of it. And as of last year, I don't know how you go about getting it, but you can play. It in 4K, 60 frames per second, and it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks ridiculously good. I think I think there's been some some serious work done on it by third parties to 
to really try and make it what it should have been. And the yeah. story wasn't bad. It had some good touches. It almost did it almost link in with Prometheus a bit as well. With you know, remember like the hollow displays in the pilot's chamber of the ship because you end up there at one point. And I'm sure it does some bits and pieces that you go, oh yeah, that sort of makes sense. I don't remember that as much. It, but... it, it had some really. Oh, we, there was a little Easter egg kind of thing that you could trigger, wasn't there? Where did you send like little drones off to map the interior? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they did so many lovely. Touches. I'm remember. I'm remembering going the, into the ship just... now, and you, you've got that kind of big, the area with the eggs in and everything. Yeah, mm. yeah. It it was. You know what? It it wasn't a good game. We can't really defend it. But at the same time, we got our money's worth out of it. It's not we the worst thing I've it. ever played. No. Oh, by far. It's far from being the worst thing. Yeah. It just wasn't what it should have been. So that that said, how do we... Uh, well, I, I suppose the other one is um, the AVP game that came in 2010 as well. So the PS3, yeah. Xbox 360 one, mm. which was a bit of a reboot of the original AVP from the I say original, there are about to be multiple different variants, but it's back to the Rebellion developed AVP, which is the one that was back on the Jaguar and then on the PC. And then this was a bit of a reboot, wasn't it? Done by Rebellion again. And it had some nice ideas, but again, it didn't really gel as a great game. It was good, solid mechanics, but I don't, I think I remember my overarching feeling was playing as the Predator and just being about as powerful as a sheep. Just feeling slightly <laughs> underwhelmed. Despite yeah. all the tech. Yeah, you, you should have been able to wipe out any scenario, but you couldn't. They, there was just too much. And I know they've got to balance a game so that you can't just romp away with it. But Marines got their asses handed to them constantly. The aliens were a bit weak, and the predator couldn't do anything. It would, you know, it was just slightly disappointing. You want the power fantasy when you're in that kind of game, and you didn't yeah. have it. It couldn't, it couldn't mix the elements. I do keep meaning to go back and play it because I still have it. But yeah, it's other things that have had priority, like anything else <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, I guess um, going going on a, on a slight tangent. And it's something that I'd like to play with you guys when we get out of the rubbish situation that we're in, if we ever come out of it, is I've got the Aliens board game. Oh, yes. And I've got the two expansions as well. So anybody that wants to see any of the figures, especially the Aliens, just have a look on my Instagram or Twitter because I've posted a few of them up that I've painted. But that's really good. So that follows the actual story of the film. Yeah. And you have swarms of aliens and you have to work together to take them down and and different things. Um, but yeah, that's really good. So there are quite a few different little offshoots that are unplugged, if you like, that are board games and card games and, and different things. But this is this is really good that they've yeah, I mean, released. That's it's worth mentioning, isn't it, that the you know, we're talking games, but for expanded universe and use of the license. Actually, the movies are almost the least of it now. Yeah. The yeah. the books I've just started rereading a series of books which I thought were like two or three long and finished you know years ago. Turns out there's eight. 
and then a spin-off <laughs> of another three. And it just keeps going. Then there's the recent Aliens comic yes, that Marvel yep. are doing, which I've read the first issue today, courtesy of Mark, <laughs> one of our other writers who, who sent his copy on. He's, he's got the first four pre-ordered. <laughs> Nice. Um, to get it. And that's that looks like it's setting up to be a really interesting story. And there's loads of other bits if you're into it. And details just starting to get hinted at about the Disney-produced Aliens TV series. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they, they, they've apparently come out and said that they want the Alien franchise to be their next big thing, their big moneymaker, I guess. Mm. Now, they, they, now they own 20th Century Fox. Where they go with that and how they do it, I don't know. Um, I think they'll keep it to the 20th century banner. Yeah. So they can probably, hopefully, keep it to a um, at least a 15, if not a, an 18. But if they do that, if they keep it to the the true kind of adult film um, and whatnot, I think they could do a really good job with it because they don't do things by halves, no. especially a TV show. I think they're showing with things like Falcon and Winter Soldier that they're willing to take risks with format yeah. and, and how they do their kind of longer form TV stuff, which could be really interesting. Yeah. 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 So I think there's, there's a lot of promise and a lot of content still to come. It's, it's not a franchise that's by any means dead just because I, the films haven't been, I would say, received well by hardcore fans. I don't know about you guys, the recent ones I've actually quite enjoyed. I don't take things too seriously. So... You know, yeah. switch off oh. entertainment for a couple of hours, it'll do for me. You know, you know me and film go far watch any old <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I suppose the bit we do really want to talk about, despite not really knowing a huge amount about it, but is Aliens Fireteam. Yeah, so yeah. three-person co-op shooter. Yes, so it's three persons, and is it third person as well? It's not first person, it's, It sounds very much like they dead. Well, was it? That's it. World War Z. Yeah. Sounds very much World like World we We'll get it in the edit, don't worry. Sounds very much like World War Z, which we played a lot of, so I'm just, I can't believe I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. yeah. Well, that uh, had the zombie swarming, didn't it? And the that sort of lends itself to this kind of Horde-style wave-based survival. One thing I'd noticed from the trailer, though, and I'm, this, might be, this might be wrong, because we've not seen huge amounts of gameplay, but we've seen a bit in there. Going back to what I was saying earlier about the the AVP game on the on the PC, was that feeling of if you're an alien, you could could you know run across any surface and you know you weren't tied to the floor. That a lot, pretty much all the alien scenes where they're coming towards the the Marines in those trailers, they're all at floor level, and there's uh-huh. there's one there's one bit where they seem to be swarming across a wall. But it looks, it still looks path. And I think what would have been really awesome is if you did have that absolute chaos when they're just coming, you know, from the ceiling, the walls, all over, properly swarming. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would have been <laughs> rotated together yeah. to kill them all. <laughs> and and I, I hope that's something that we'll see. Yeah, I, I would, I would, and I wouldn't like it. I oh, no, like it'd be, it it'd be absolutely see, terrifying. Like it, yeah, it'd be, it'd be awful. Horrific. But it'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're assuming it's class based, with it being a, a three person squad. Yeah, and I think is it five classes, I wanna say? There's definitely gunner and ta- uh, technician, sorry, not tactician. Don't know what else there is 
in the uh, the, the fire team, if you like. Uh, gunner, demolisher, technician, dock, and recon. So five classes, but only three slots in the squad. Yeah. So that's going to provoke some some real tactical choices, depending on the level and your skill. I would yeah, because I guess you you may need the recon. I, I'm presuming not everyone's going to have the tracker. No, so you, you, yeah, you might have one with that. Yeah, maybe two classes with it, but then obviously your doc's going to be a healer. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, and, and unless you can adapt your equipment as well. I don't, you don't, obviously mm. we're just speculating, you don't know how it will yeah, work. That, that's probably the the slight concern that we have, is that this seemed to be announced from pretty much nowhere. There's no, aside from the trailer, there's no real footage, there's not a lot of detail about it. There's a very nice looking website available and there's a release is there a firm release date or is it a release window is it summer uh mid 2021 yeah so when is it coming out what's it going to look like we don't we don't actually know it's a, a great deal but it's such an interesting idea and probably quite a simple and easy premise it's also interesting that the uh, the official blurb uh, says face overwhelming odds against over 20 enemy types, including 11 different xenomorphs among the evolutionary scale from facehuggers to Praetorians. Which makes me think, 20 different enemy types, only 11 of them are aliens. Oh, what? we're up against waves what are the of other, ash then. What are the other nine? Yeah. Uh, soldiers? <laughs> Androids? Engineers? Yeah. Predators? It could be. <laughs> yeah. Just throw them in. Be fine. Terminator might turn up, you never know. Carter Burke. <laughs> it could, oh God, yeah. Wayland yutani scientists. Um, and they say, yeah, so an extensive arsenal of 30 plus weapons and 70 plus mods and attachments, which sounds quite interesting, actually. Uh, yes. So lots of, so that's lots your, of your flexibility, idea, yeah. Yeah. So you can yeah. speculate out and everything else. If, it, there's, if there's 70 plus mods and attachments and 30 odd weapons, you've got to think they're probably class locked, some of those as well. Yeah. No, please, it's just all different camos for your weapons. <laughs> <laughs> 70 different weapons, all a slightly <laughs> different shade of brown. <laughs> so, the thing is, even knowing very little about it and how it's going to play, we're all sold on it. I think we're all, we're all day one purchase just oh, yeah. because of the license and the potential that's there. For us, yeah. there's that potential for us to just get together and get slaughtered continually for a couple of hours. Yeah, and probably crap ourselves in the process. <laughs> there will be me and Andy going, oh, it's got me! Mark, come and help us! <laughs> I, you know what, I hope that's the mechanic. I hope if you go down that they are actually dragging you away. Oh, that'd and, be and amazing. That, and that you have to rescue your teammates from oh, being dragged were- away. On a time limit until you're actually killed and you're just they've got to come and break you out of the saliva or whatever it is, like your cocoon. I mean that would that would be quite impressive. Admittedly that yeah. might be quite hard if it's waves and waves of them and there's one of you left. But that idea that if yeah. you're getting dragged away that you have to rescue from being dragged away rather than you just being in a downed state, that would be quite nice. Yes. <laughs> just your your mission objective becomes to take a grenade to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop the top off it when I'm ready. <laughs> you always were an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. 
Let's hope there's emotes in it as well. You can, and people can just keep spamming in. Game over, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite excited about it. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, I think it, it feels like it's going to be a bit of an event for, for co-op gaming because there's not enough. Like we said, we've mentioned comparisons to World War Z, which was a lot of fun with three of us just trying to survive uh, and making yeah. through. And, and if it's that kind of style, it will be entertaining. And that's what we want. Just want a fun, fun game that we're willing to keep going back to, that we don't have to play with the curtains open with all the lights on. And well, the cats are all outside. <laughs> Me and Andy still might. <laughs> <laughs> we can only play at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sunny outside today. Well, probably time to boot up the Aliens game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, no, definitely looking forward to it. Let's see what details we get. Hopefully, the day that we are going to release this as a podcast is the day that they might choose to do a bit more press releasey stuff about it. And that what you're listening to right now is completely out of date. Uh, and it's not <laughs> being put back by a year. <laughs> And everything else, you know, because we've got this yeah. a couple of weeks in advance. Trying to be ahead of the game for a change, and it's bound to go wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, any any overriding thoughts, anything about the Aliens games over the years that you would like to mention a bit more about? There's just no tonal consistency. <laughs> Is there? There's just absolutely no tonal consistency to it. And I, and I kind of get that. And in a way, it's just a bit of a poorly managed franchise overall, isn't it? We keep hearing about these brilliant things that could have been or that were in the works that somehow get passed over for stuff that never lives up to the expectations. And that's I think that's the same with the games as it is for the movies, if I'm honest. You know, I quite like Alien 3, but I appreciate yeah, yeah. I appreciate it's not the payoff that people wanted after Aliens mm. and killing Hicks and Newt off screen was never going to go down well. <laughs> but, the, but you know, and then we keep hearing about other other potential films or reboots that could have happened and then we get, we get passed over for Prometheus and Covenant and stuff like that. And the games feel a bit like that. Isolation is the diamond in the rough. Yeah. And occasionally you get something that, that takes the, you know, like the, like the original AVP where you could, you could, run across a wall as an alien. You know, it was novel and new and it hadn't been done. And occasionally the franchise just seems to throw up these little nuggets. You know, isolation was, like you said, kind of tension and horror done in a, a different way yeah, for a game. It's, you know, it's not, it's not your traditional survival horror game. No, it's a masterclass of how to create that kind of environment. And possibly with one of the best enemy AIs ever, which Creative Assembly, I hope, use somewhere else. I genuinely, after finishing that game, and with the way it does actually kind of finish up, I was hoping for an Alien-style sequel to it because their universe world-building would have set a brilliant FPS adventure um, that would have the horror and tension, but also possibly next time round, just some release every now and again. Yeah, I'd love someone like Sucker Punch to give it give the franchise a go. 
I think they That'd could be interesting. You know, like a, even if it's just a single player, you know, RPG kind of game. But Ghost... I, I, yeah, like Ghost, Sorry, Ghost of Acheron. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know, it, I think they could do it justice. They've they've definitely got the the chops to make it a lovely, pretty world, and they know how to make you feel immersed in it as well. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think there's lots lots you could potentially do with it. Um, but like Andy says, it's it's hit and miss. It, it's the yeah. the license. I don't know if it's um, 20th Century Fox decisions in the past. I don't know if it's a case that businesses don't want to pitch for the Aliens license because they either think they can't do it with it, but it doesn't ever end up with a big studio, does it? Rebellion I'm- is arguably the biggest studio, I think, that I could see from the list. I mean, Gearbox did... Colonial Marines, but yeah, but they didn't. I mean, they didn't really. They didn't really. Yeah, yeah. Creative Assembly did Isolation, and I know they're not a small studio, but that's way out of their wheelhouse for what they usually do. So it is. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a shame. As I like again, just going back to the Colonial Marines thing, it could have been something special. You've seen Borderlands, mm. you know, could have been could have been yeah. just brilliant gunplay. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's just it's a. It's just a weird series in that respect. Like it's like people just throw, just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> yep. But I would say the one advantage it does have, it doesn't matter what they do with it. Movies, TV, films, games, it's not losing a fan base because you've always got aliens to fall back on. It's just such a good film, it managed to tie in and build an entire universe that you, we don't seem to be able to sully at all, no matter what happens and no matter how bad things are. And now I want to go back and watch it again. For the yeah. god know how many times. I've, I've said to myself I was going to hold off until the 4K releases, which are not due until 2022. Um, but I don't think I'll be able to wait that long. You get it upscaled. Be alright. <laughs> I want the full full remastering, HDR, Atmos, everything. Oh. I want the works before I watch it again, but it, I'm not going to last. I'm going to have to put it on. It'd be like being on LV426. You would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll only be able to watch that in the middle of the day with the curtains open. <laughs> Hopefully when they do do the, re, the remasters and that, and if the world's back to normal, they'll be re-release them in cinemas as well. I think it's one of the franchises that I really like don't think I've seen any of the originals in the cinema. That'd if they be, have been on, I've missed them. That'd be amazing. If they did, if they did a, a double feature of Alien and Aliens in the cinema, I, yeah. I, that'd be a team trip. Yeah. 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 Resurrection yeah. I saw at the cinema. I think that was the first one. I've seen like the AVP films and the, the recent ones, uh, like Prometheus and stuff like that, but I've not seen... Like Alien or Aliens or Alien Three or any of the original four, if you like. Yeah, it is. It is interesting the, the strength of those, and arguably probably the first three films. Because again, Resurrection wasn't particularly liked, was it? Even though I thought, thought it did some interesting stuff. Um, but yeah, the the legacy of those three films just is sustaining an entire franchise. <laughs> yeah. My, my favourite bit of Resurrection is those those two aliens work out that their mates done for. <laughs> How are we going to get out of here? Hmm. Hold on. I've got a plan. <laughs> and he realises what's going to happen. Yeah. What? Oh, no, lads. <laughs> so, 
that's it. Happy yep. Aliens Day. And we hope you're looking forward to Aliens Fireteam as much as we are. Um, if you've played any of the Aliens games that we've not mentioned, of which there are shed loads, um, drop us a note on Twitter or on Facebook. Tell us what you thought of them. And were any of them any good? That's what we want to know. We keep getting told AVP 2 is the best game of the lot. And it turns out to be the one that you cannot buy anywhere anymore. And none of us have played. Is that true? Let us know. But for now, I've been Matt Holt at Codet Moments. I've been Ali Cornwall at Wolf on Twitter. I was just reading an article I wish I'd read before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm Andy Brown, and uh, that's what is it? Help me out. At Clinical Andy. Yes. On Twitter. At Clinical Andy on Twitter. Thank you. Pleasure. And thanks for listening. And uh, genuinely, yeah, game over, man. Game over, man. In a bizzle, man. In a bizzle. <laughs> <laughs>